So, what started off as a single, but not so subtle disease, to destroy a whole world we knew and loved, known as Earth, the coronavirus, COVID-19, that one, that one name that swept 2020 under the rug from March when it first got introduced it was by touch and if you came into contact with a person who had COVID-19 you would get COVID-19 China England America, Brazil, a lot of countries, Singapore, swept under the rug economically. At the start, not much was known about it. It was a cold, it was nothing, but now look at it. A virus that doesn't seek and destroy families' lives. It destroys everything in its path. While speaking with the Italians, when they were going under under the scope in the clinical wards. They said, without our health, we don't have a future. We would rather have our health before our money. The Italians, Italy, were willing to go bankrupt, to go into debt, to get destroyed financially, just to survive. But that wasn't the biggest concern. Day after day, as the days grew colder and longer, and no one really knew what to feel. The people didn't care. <clears throat> Based in Australia, Daniel Andrews stood up, and he took over. And he began four stages. Stage one, being careless. Stage two, being kind of careless. Stage three, being not so careless. Stage four, lockdown. Now, now whether or not you care about the disease or you think it's a hoax regardless if you think the coronavirus is a hoax or not look at the the economic 
structure Australia had, we can't go another six months with the way we are. Australia would seek to exist. You can't leave Australia, but you can't stay. There was a saying, ignore alien order, obey and fall back, and resistance is futile. You imagine, you imagine being on an island with no food, no resources, no safety, no security, and there's other islands, but you cannot leave that island, being trapped like an animal. So day after day, that's how the Australians felt. What began as a common cold now lies as either a conspiracy with subliminal messages or the new reality. The Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, he stood up in front of thousands, millions of people, and he looked everyone in their soul and said, this is the new way of life. Everyone stood in confusion, they stood in awe. They were like, what do you mean? He goes, this is the new way of life. There is no going back. Surely everyone thought he was joking went about their normal days and before you know it the clock striked midnight the fall was but a dream. Some people grew to resist the temptation to leave the house. Others, not so much. You imagine walking around for, th for 30, 40 years, doing what you want, going wherever you want to go and then all of a sudden getting told to stay at home to not visit your loved ones to not go down the street to have a working permit to have a travel pass to have a license to live basically and and you can just imagine you can imagine all the confusion and just the complete utter just sheer what the hell is going on? The new normal isn't, hey, hey, I'm happy. I graduated high school for this. No, it's, oh my God, we are going to die sooner than expected. Australia used to be a country of free roam, free will. Now, it's under the control of lockdown. The problem, the problem 
today is that maybe this is all just a bad dream. 2020 never happened. Bring on next year. But the problem is, is that we are living in the future and in the past. This happened with the Spanish flu. The first wave wasn't so bad. The second wave wiped out like a third, a quarter of Europe. Now, the coronavirus is deadly in itself. But the fears of the coronavirus are our least of our worries. We have a failing economy, a faulty system. We have rumors of wars. We are in the end of days. If you're not even into that religious stuff, we are on the brink of destruction. The saying is, God created the earth and man destroyed it. Now, the virus is out there, okay? And it's just destroying everything. Whether it's the human's fault or it's the, you know, the social justice fault. But what you look at is Australia had its borders open. We were getting people from China, America, Japan, Russia, everywhere. We were getting, when the coronavirus was at large in China, we didn't care. ScoMo was just like, eh, not a big deal. And then Italy had it. Well, more Brazil. When Brazil got it, we watched. And we watched, and we watched, and we took it for granted. And then we had this guy come in. Now, rumor has it, he landed in Frankston, and then walked around for a few days, went to the hospital, said he wasn't feeling well, and they tested him, and then they saw it, said he had double pneumonia. Now, regardless of where this guy came from or his background, if there is a pandemic going on, <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you close the borders or not, you will eventually get it. Now, there are some countries with one case, two case, three case, that's all it takes. New Zealand, they had like three months of nothing, basically. 90 days New Zealand had a long time of no cases and then all of a sudden boom they have a case now either you look at it as BS and to keep the country in lockdown or you look at it as this is going to be a lifetime experience because ScoMo Scott Morrison the Prime Minister of Australia he said the vaccine is useless unless 100% of Australia get the vaccine. 95% could get the vaccine, but that other 5% would still be contaminated with the virus. The virus would still be at large. Herd immunity and everything, we have nothing. We are back to the corner. We are fighting an enemy that has the firepower, has the numbers, has the strength. We are literally dying out. Humans are dying. We are literally a dying breed right now because there is nothing to survive but luckily the disease isn't mutated enough to wipe out everybody normally the people that are dying are the 60s 70s 80s and 90s all respectively a few people are dying in their 20s 30s with underlying medical conditions whether it be aids or just lung cancer or bronchitis whatever the common factor is hygiene that is the biggest problem right now is hygiene some people don't care. Some people ruin it for everybody. 
some people they're just over it. Australia has actually been from 700, 800, 900, a nearly triple, triple figures, and we got down to 97, and we were so close to finishing. Zero cases. What do you do when you've been locked up for six months? locked up for six months you go crazy now let's say Frank let's say Frank would walk around every day he would go to the shops he would have a life and then all of a sudden Frank has to stay at home for six months you can't leave the house you can't do this you can't do that you have to stay at home and I so late You can push a man, but if you push him too far, he will break. And that's what people are doing. We cannot withstand the mental capacity is dying, the financial capacity is dying, and our health is dying. Australia is dying. Every second. And you're telling me that there's going to be a life after COVID, not in Australia. The economy is gone. It's finished. It finished like three months ago. Right now we're just tipping the iceberg. Why? Why are we here? I'll tell you why. The saying. The saying is. The saying is money is the root of all evil. The money is the meaning of life. You do not have a life if you have no money. You can't pay your bills, you can't go shopping, you can't do anything without money. And when you live in a country that doesn't have money, you have no money. You don't live. And when you don't have money, you fail. Businesses fail. It's a symbiotic relationship. Everyone feeds off. There's a chain reaction. You work, you get money for exchange for goods and services. You pay shops, shops pay the producers, and then that's what happens. It's a chain reaction, symbiotic re relationship, like the trees, the oxygen, the photosynthesis. Trees get the fucking sunlight, turns it in, turns the carbon dioxide into oxygen, we breathe it, we live. Bees, bees do the flowers, they pollinate, and they do all that crazy shit. That is the same thing with money. If you are not putting any money into the economy, it is it is sinking. The stages were simple. In March, when we had 20, 30 cases, all you had to do is to isolate for two weeks. If Melbourne isolated for two weeks, we wouldn't be here. We would not be screwed. We are delaying the inevitable. There is nothing you can do. No amount of damage control can bring back the billions of dollars we've lost. We have lost 30 years, 40 years. We will never get out of this depression unless we can somehow just go back into working and just fix it all up. Because when businesses go out, other businesses go out.
right now. Right now we're about a about a eight eight out of ten in destruction of Australia. The the eight was the flipping point. The people, you know, the people are going to revolt against the government, which is happening. The nine would be the the surrogate madness. Um, it's where you break to the point where you just your your motive is to just freak out and kill because you're depressed so now you're going to go out just Martin Bryant and just rampaging everywhere but when we hit 10 that is called the the economic collapse that's when the stock markets hits zero that's when the Australian dollar hits zero cannot commute cannot sell anything the broken system the day we hit number 10 Would be the day Australia ceases to exist. Number ten would be people, people riding, people stealing. Money will have no value. Food will have no value. Everyone will be out for themselves. There will be no money for the taxes, so there'll be no martial law. There will be nothing. Australia will be finished, and we are up to eight. To drop to a seven, you have to get all the people riding. You have to put people back in their house. They're not going to like it, but you're going to have to lock them out. Not only for them safety, but for the public safety. If you have a crazy gun, gun crazy dude, and he's inside, he can't really shoot anybody besides his family. I know it sucks. But if you have a crazy gunman out in the public blasting people, yeah, it sucks. But if you have a crazy gunman with coronavirus blasting his family or blasting the public safety, it sucks. You see how it is there is no real outcome for crazy people for people that are going to develop mental illnesses like schizophrenia or just cabin fever or just major depression we will come out of isolation either alcoholics depressed or just dead now six months doesn't seem like a lot but when daniel andrews pushes for 18 months of lockdown yeah okay let's look at 18 months we skip lockdown, we can have 10 people over, we can go out drinking, go to the cinemas, yeah, cool. But we still have to wear masks, still have to social distancing, you can't hug, you can't kiss, you can't touch nobody. You basically have to live in a bubble. This is the new reality. It is a bubble era. It is completely just... It's finished. The life you knew doesn't exist anymore. It's finished finished for multiple reasons people don't want the vaccines people won't stay at home people won't obey people are revolting against the system and that is why it's failing because you cannot you know you can't have a house you can't have the foundation of a house arguing with itself or else it falls basically a house you know a house that's divided cannot stand if everyone basically just said you know what i'm going to stay at home for two weeks boom there'd be no coronavirus there'd be nothing but unfortunately fiction the truth is stranger than fiction what we're beginning to realize is that we had 700 600 cases okay that's great that's sad what actually were those cases some of these cases were from an aged care facility. 
Yeah, with all due respect to the aged care patients that lost their life in the horrible accident, when you are looking at aged care, what are the three main things? Dementia, like old t- Alzheimer's, old age. Now it's just COVID. Some old lady dies COVID. Someone dies in the hospital COVID. There is no new death anymore. There is no death. Someone died of cancer, COVID. And they actually admitted that this guy was dying of lung cancer. And they said, oh, he was dying of lung cancer, but he still had COVID in him. So you can even... You can see why people get frustrated on this topic because it's like, what is what is the government hiding? But that is a whole new thing. That is a whole new thing. Okay, we cannot go to the, the speculation that this is all fake because for a country to destroy all their money, to destroy all their wealth, to destroy all their finances, just to start all over again, is a no benefit to anybody. If, if they get no tax, they get no defense, they get no officers, they get no ambulance, they get nothing. And if they want to put the clock back to zero, they're doing a hell of a good job. Right now, with money aside, the only thing you can look at is control. That is the only thing. The New World Order, martial law, whatever. Control is the only thing the government have. They can, t- they can, you know, take away your rights to speak. They can take away, you know, your time outside, which they're doing. They can take away everything they want with a flick of the switch. That's why they are at a critical point of power right now. Either they're bending their will to see what they can get away with, or they are seriously trying to save us. Now, at this point... What do you got to lose? If they locked everyone up in the whole wide Australia, if they said, look, Australia, stay at home, what do you got to lose? Because the way they're doing it is fucking the economy up more. The longer the longer you wait this out, the more, life, the more blood is going to be shed on the battlefield. You may lose the battle, but win the war. How we're going to win the war is a completely different story. We may not come out of this. We may come out of this. There is no def- definite question, but... What you do know is that life after COVID is never going to be the same. And you will hear that from multiple patients, from multiple society people, from multiple people from all over the world, from Cambridge to Oxford to Harvard to the Australian Institution. You will hear that a majority of the fucking PhD people in social economics, they will say there is no life now there is nothing more than what we have we are in 40 years of debt we are we are depressed we we cannot we cannot survive six months the way we are Josh Friedman even said that I don't think I'm pronouncing his name right but he's the treasurer he said we don't even have six months of living like this before we collapse there's nothing we can do we are putting more money into the economy whether it be for the Centrelink, for the, for the pensioners, for the people with disability. And that's the problem. If society collapses, a lot of people are going to suffer. It will be natural selection, the finest. The, the fittest of the fittest will be the last. And the scariest thing is, after COVID, let's say the disease was completely wiped out. Completely wiped out. What are you going to come back to? You can walk down your street and I guarantee you, you will find a few buildings, maybe one building that is now empty because of COVID. My Tats Lotto shop is finished because of COVID. And you will see 
that if you go to Melbourne CBD, you will see coffee shops. Eventually, eventually you'll see coffee shops, magazine shops, uh, a lot of lot of stores just finished. Right now, all you will have is just post office, chemist warehouse, um, supermarkets, doctors. That's it. Essential. Everything else is finished. And it sucks. It really does because it's like it's like you're watching the world deteriorate in itself, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing. You just have to hope that this is all a dream. And they said this will go until next year. And the worst part is 2019. It was either 2019 or 2018. Queen Elizabeth said this is going to be the last year. And that's all she said. What sucks is when your duty of care is a duty of can't. Can't do anything. So many people are getting angry, so many people are getting restless, so many people are just giving up. So many people are trying to kill themselves because they don't want to live like this, and I respect that. It is hard. It is difficult for the people with families. The people with families are suffering. You know, people don't want to work anymore because they say, what's the fucking point? You know, why am I going to work for? The economy can't stand. You can work three jobs. But when 1 million people, 700,000 people are unemployed, your three jobs are, are, not, are not even worth dirt to the government. You need like $130 billion to put this country back on top. We saw an economic crisis like this back in 2016, but this is the worst Australia's ever had, ever. The thing is, the problem is it's not beating the virus as is it's limiting it to, to small numbers with AIDS you look at AIDS that shit was killing 50,000 people a year so many people were dying because of AIDS it was an underlying health condition no one could get treated no one would survive during like 87 to 93, 94 so you think you look at AIDS that, that was just destroying everybody you know and that that was more you know physical touches but the thing is the reason why that was so deadly is because it was incurable now you could probably cure AIDS I don't know I haven't had it so I can't really vouch for it but you look at coronavirus and your the mortality rate is 99.96% okay so your survival rate is 99.96% those are dying are like 60, 70, 80, 90 and some 100 year olds some 80 year olds do survive it you know, it depends on your underlying health condition. You know, if you've been smoking for like 50 years, it's not going to do you any favor. So, when you look at a disease that doesn't actually fucking kill anyone, like, yes, I get it, it killed a lot of people in Italy, it killed a lot of people in Brazil, and my heart goes out to you, I love you all, I wish you all the best for the families and the loved ones. But when you're looking at Australia, and you have like 100, maybe 200 people that are dead, 
sucks. It sucks because there's nothing we can do about it. There is no cure. Their breakthrough is bullshit. And how I know it's bullshit is because it's they said their breakthrough, they're going to use plasma from people's spine, like spinal fluid. That's cool. Ectoplasm. My fucking go-to. And then pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. <laughs> the sweeter, the deadlier. Fuck you. <laughs> the thing is, we don't know this virus. We don't know. Okay? At the end of the day, we don't know. Because if we did know, we would have cured it. Okay? We had the technology, but now we don't have anything. I don't care. For me, I still work. I don't even want a future. This is my thing. Doing podcasts is my jig. So I don't care about the coronavirus. I don't care about my life. I don't. I have nothing to live for. And that's the way I see it. Now, it may seem sad and depressed, but one day we're all going to fucking die. That is the cold, hard, inevitable truth. So if you think this coronavirus is going to, you know, put you on your ass, I hope it doesn't. I hope you survive through the coronavirus if we do get sick. But at the same time, you cannot fear something. What is the point of fearing something that is just going to hold you back? have to be strong you have to live on you know as soon as you're born you are dying so the coronavirus is the least of your worries <laughs> that I hope we all get strong and survive this one of the common one of the common factors negligence ignorance People aren't washing their hands. People are social distancing. People just aren't caring because they're over it. When the coronavirus first came out in its pandemic, people were still going to the beaches. They were still going to the parks. They didn't care. They said, oh, it doesn't really bother me. They were right. It didn't. But all those other people, it was affecting, and it still kept it in the area. A lot of people say, put us back into society. Put us back into the community. Put us, put us out of lockdown. That's great. If we go out of lockdown, coronavirus goes out of lockdown. We are coronavirus. If we stay at home, the virus stays at home. We are the virus. That is the only way you can look at it. Is that you pretend like you have it. That is the, the biggest way to stop it. Is that if you pretend you have the virus without the symptoms, then we'll beat it. Because you got to think, where would I want to go that I can't? inevitably hurt people with me. You know what I'm saying? If we all act like we're infected, we wouldn't infect anybody because you wouldn't say, I want to put my infected body on your infected body. You have to be the virus. And if you stay at home, don't go anywhere, don't touch anything, we can beat this, but they won't because no one cares. They think the government is just trying to just lock us up and destroy our freedom of speech and our rights and our third commandment. No. The government doesn't. The government doesn't want our rights, okay? He doesn't want our money. 
okay? They just want us to come out of it and live back to normal. Because what do we have that the government wants? The government doesn't want what we have. They have everything we want. They can do whatever they want. They can smoke weed if they really want to. They don't care. They got bigger things to worry about. But... sad it really is sad not that I you know really was looking forward to my future after 30 but <laughs> sucks every day just feels like you just get closer and closer to a black hole of an existence the void I'm sure what they called it is, is the void because it, if it doesn't kill you well, physically it'll kill you financially and mentally that's probably what the coronavirus is it's probably not even real it's probably just a big depression black hole of existence but that's a, a whole new video that's the conspiracy theories so yeah I'm Jared A. Freeman um yeah so I mean that's the coronavirus for you. 